Hello, and welcome to the first film. My name is Katie Meyer, and I serve as the Director of Content Creation here at APJ. For today's segment, I am so excited to discuss one of the updates to the hot off the press American Geriatric Society 2023 Beers Criteria for Potentially Inappropriate Medication Use in Older Adults. Before we get started, I want to remind you that the intention of the Beers Criteria is not to be a black and white yes or no for medication use in all adults age 65 and older but is to help us identify medication in which the potential harm from use may outweigh the expected benefit. As pharmacists, these criteria help us to provide important recommendations both to our patients and collaborating physicians to ensure our older adults are kept safe from medication harm. With that, let's dive into the recommendation. Many of us, including myself, have been preaching about the risks of hypoglycemia with long-acting sulfonylureas like glyburide and glimepiride for years. The 2023 Beers criteria expanded their recommendation to avoid use of all sulfonylureas, even those that are shorter acting in recognition of the class's risk of hypoglycemia, cardiovascular events, and all-cause mortality. Additionally, we now have several safer options available. Remember, mechanistically, sulfonylureas inhibit ATP-sensitive potassium channels on pancreatic beta cells, leading to reduced potassium efflux and beta cell membrane depolarization. This depolarization causes calcium channels to open, leading to calcium influx and increased intracellular calcium, which stimulates insulin secretion from the pancreatic beta cells. That insulin secretion occurs regardless of a patient's blood sugar level, which is why the class is so prone to causing hypoglycemia. This is particularly concerning with use of long-acting agents. The history behind cardiovascular safety with these agents goes way back. So in 1970, a landmark study was published by the University Group Diabetes Program. The study found a significantly higher incidence of cardiovascular death in patients taking tolbutamide compared to those taking insulin or fenformin, a precursor to metformin that was subsequently withdrawn from the market due to the risk of lactic acidosis. There was a quite a bit of controversy related to this study, as researchers identified numerous flaws in its design, execution, and analysis. However, as a result of the study, the FDA now requires a box warning about the increased risk of cardiovascular events with all sulfonylureas and requires all anti-diabetic agents to prove their cardiovascular safety. But what about more recent studies? In September of 2022, researchers from Hong Kong published a retrospective observational cohort study where more than 30,000 patients were followed over a 10-year period. Patients were taking either metformin or sulfonylurea and matched at a one-to-one -one ratio. The study found a statistically significant higher risk of ventricular arrhythmias or sudden cardiac death in patients taking a sulfonylurea compared to those taking metformin with a hazard ratio of 1.9 and a 95% confidence interval of 1.73 to 2.08. A subgroup analysis was also completed for individual agents, including glicoside, glipizide, tolbutamide, what we know as glyburide and glimepiride. All agents had significantly higher risk of ventricular arrhythmias or sudden cardiac death except glyburide. Mechanistically, it's hypothesized that sulfonylureas may inhibit the potassium channels involved in cardiac repolarization, leading to a prolonged QTC interval. 
considering the addition of short-acting agents to the beer's criteria, it is now more important than ever that we ensure judicious use of this class in our older adults, particularly in those with pre-existing cardiovascular risk or who are taking other medications that may prolong the QTC. So as a pharmacist, what should you do if you see an older adult initiating or currently taking a sulfonylurea? Be on the lookout for opportunities to deprescribe or offer an alternative. If a patient comes into your pharmacy with a new prescription, maybe a dose titration, is taking a sulfonylurea and purchasing glucose tablets, or simply tells you that they feel shaky during a conversation, make that call. But remember that the beer's criteria serve to provide guidance around medications where the risk may outweigh the benefits of use in older adults. Every patient and their individual situation should be considered when making decisions about what medications are right for them. Well, that's all the time I have today for this topic, but if you enjoyed it, look for another Beers Criteria segment in next month's podcast. Additionally, look for a dedicated CPE article in July's Pharmacy Today. Thank you so much for watching.